It's family night, and you have the whole family there. Whether you play games, build puzzles, or throw darts at pictures of Lizzie Borden, you can't have family night without building a perfect playlist that everybody can enjoy, at least almost everybody. Welcome to the Growing Up Rock podcast. Sit back and crank that shit up. All right, so welcome to Friday Night and the Grown Up Rock Podcast. And we got a fun one here that's going to include three people giving three very different playlists for family game night. We've all been spending a lot more time at home and spending that time with the family, hopefully. So you can't have that without having a little bit of music. And in order to do that, I got to bring in my partner in crime, Morning Wood Pooney. What's going on? Morningwood. Apparently, that's your new name. Well, I learned something today. When you drink a bottle of two ninety nine wine, you are not a wine connoisseur. You are just a wino. And there's a problem with that. How? <laughs> it's two ninety nine, dude, and it lasts you two days. That is really sad. No, it's not sad. It's fantastic. I like Ripple. <laughs> Get Ripple, the bright new drink for that. Ring-a-ding flavor, Ripple. Ice-cold Ripple is the new drink for lively people. It's the wine that winks back at you. The ice-cold refresher with twice the pleasure. Next time you feel like a drink, have a Ripple. That's exactly what that is. Sanford and Son Ripple. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we can't have all this fun by ourselves, so let's introduce our special guest from the Potter and Hell podcast. Once again, please welcome Steve-O Wright. What's going on, buddy? Hey guys, how are you? And uh, Sonny, you're right. Maybe not wino, maybe winer, but uh, <laughs> you can have it both ways, I guess. All of the above. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's always a uh, always a blast to have a little conversation with you guys. Talk a little rock and roll. Yeah, we figured. Listen, it's Friday night. What better to do than to hang out with a couple of friends, have a few drinks, and talk rock and roll? This idea kind of came to me because I've been on this new kick with my wife as we've been spending a lot of time at home. We've been playing these games uh, on Friday and Saturday night: cards, dominoes, board games, whatever. In the process of doing all that, of course, we've been building these great playlist to listen to music because you want to have music while you're doing this stuff. And Steve-O said, hey, I'd like to come on your show. And Steve doesn't ask to come on the show almost never, but he's kind of got an open door because as many times as both Sonny and I have been on the Potter and Hell podcast, I basically leave my door open to any of those guys that want to come on the podcast. So Steve almost never asked. He asked, he said, hey, I want to come on the show. I said, great, what are we going to do? Uh, and of course, in true Steve fashion, he never has any ideas. So, you know, no help at all. I'm saving all the good ones for my show. <laughs> you can't come up with an idea. Anyway, I had this idea and I thought it would be fun to do. And so here we are. And that's what the show is going to be about tonight. 
Yeah, but after seeing his list, I would have invited BB instead. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we've got three interesting uh, playlists for sure. And we're going to get into all that. But before we go too much further into this, let's take a play from Steve's playbook. And what have you guys been listening to lately? Sonny, what have you been listening to lately? I spent the morning listening to a band called Electric Mob. They got a new album called Discharge, just got released today. And uh, it's kind of part hillbilly rock and part hillbilly metal, but it's not like it's not like that other stuff we were talking about, whatever those guys are called. I forgot those guys that were doing the Kiss songs or whatever. It's not like that. It's actually guitar-driven. Right. Uh, but it's, it's good stuff. It's got a little uh, country and soul to it. It's good stuff. Electric Mob. Yeah, that's a Frontiers release. I got the Advance uh, two or three days ago, and I've listened to that a couple of times myself. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's still rock and roll. It's not uh, when he says hillbilly rock. It, believe me, it's not near as hillbilly rock as, say, like a jackal or something. It's There's a little bit of acoustic guitar, uh, swampy feel to some of the stuff. So anything else you're listening to? Uh, besides that, I always default to either heat or eclipse when I'm, you know, having a shitty day lately. So, uh, a lot of eclipse this week too. Yeah. Right on. Steve-O, what are you listening to? I want you to feel at home. So I figured, Hey, why not do a, what have you been listening to? Hey, I appreciate that. Absolutely. I've been hooked on the, uh, chakra album, mad world that came out this year. It's great. It's one that I've, uh, found myself in going back to a bunch of times and, uh, I've been checking that out and I was got a good surprise this week and I know Probably both of you guys will absolutely hate this band, but uh, the band called Ailstorm, and they put out a new album. It's called The Curse of the Crystal Coconut, I think it's called. And they're just a fun metal band. Like, if you like the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, it's like a metal soundtrack to those movies. Just a fun band. And actually, it's funny because last week I was, uh, I don't know, maybe my wife were going somewhere, and I had the album on, and the one song was on. I was kind of paying attention to Rocket 2. I went through Red Light, got pulled over by the police. I'm like, fuck. He didn't give me a ticket, so it didn't ruin the album for me. So, uh, you know, a little chakra, still listen to those guys. And uh, good surprise with new Ailstorm album, because I had no idea it was even coming out. I just looked on my Apple Music and boom, it was there. So that's pretty much it besides a bunch of stuff I'm listening to for our upcoming shows. All right. Yeah. So I really like that uh, Chakra album. Sonny doesn't like it very much. He doesn't like the singer, but I definitely dig the riffs in that record. It's That's a good record, and I've gone back to that a few times this year already, that one might have a chance at ending up in the top 10 for me, depending on what else comes out the rest of the year. Sonny and I just released a Heat Top 10 episode uh, that came out, I think, last week, if I'm not mistaken. And so I listened to a lot of different Heat leading into that episode. And today, I've listened to the new Vandenberg a few times. Uh, we're going to get into that for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And then I've listened to some old Vandenberg as well. And what else have I been listening to? I listened to The Electric Mob. And I also listened to the advanced copy of Thunder Mother. I think that's about everything that I've been listening to lately that's off the top of my head. I've gone through some things that didn't really do much for me, so won't even bother to mention those. So before we get into tonight's episode, you know what time it is. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. 
All right, so it's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. As I said a little bit earlier, we're talking about Vandenberg 2020. Adrian Vandenberg's put the band back together. Not really understanding what that's all about since he had Vandenberg's Moon Kings, which is essentially sort of the same type thing, different players, but I don't know why that didn't work out. It was his band. So he decides to put Vandenberg back together, and they release this new record, 2020, produced by Bob Marlett. Bob Marlette's done a bunch of different stuff, Sabbath, various things, uh, featuring Ronnie Romero on vocals. Ronnie Romero is like one of the new up-and-coming singers these days. He's been with um, Rainbow, uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, as well as the Dream Child. So he's great. He's a great singer. I would not take anything away from him, but this uh, new breed of singers, the Ronnie Romeros and the guys like uh, Dino Jerzelik from Animal Drive, it's just becoming a little bit too too many Dio singers in a row. Uh, and it's causing everything to sort of sound the same. I don't want to take anything away from them because I think they're amazing. Uh, I love Dio, so I like their voice as well. It just seems like a lot of singers these days are starting to sound the same. The rhythm section for the new lineup uh, features bassist Randy Van Deer Elson <laughs> and drummer Cohen Hurst. And so check out this new one called Shout Off Vandenberg 2020. Enjoy.
So that song is probably the closest on the new record to old Vandenberg. At least it reminds me the most of old Vandenberg. Uh, They got a little bit heavier sound, a little bit different sound, obviously, with Ronnie Romero on vocals. I mean, I like it. It's some good rock and roll. I don't love it. But then again, I haven't spent a great deal of time with it. I grew up liking Vandenberg. I love the first three Vandenberg records. But let's get into this episode. I won't ask the other guys what they thought of that because I already know what they thought of it. Neither one of them are Vandenberg fans. That's why they're being silent. So it's all good. This just is reminiscent of your playlist. That's why. (laughs) Listen, every one of you guys got playlist issues and talking about playlists. Let's get into this thing. All right, so tonight's discussion is building the perfect playlist. But here's the thing. The idea behind this was that the playlist wasn't just about us. It was about what are people doing for these past two and a half, three months when they've been spending much more time at home with family? You know, are they all just sitting there watching TV all the time? It may have started out that way, but... I don't know, speaking for myself, we have, uh, you know, looked for other things to do besides just watching movies and things like that. So uh, how about you, Sonny? What are you and your family doing these days? Well, I got three teenagers and the wife in the house. So uh, just like when we were teenagers, everybody spends time in their room, right? So you rarely see them come out. We will have lunch together if everybody's home, but now I've gone back to work. But that bang zone of like 40, 50 days when everybody was at home all the time. We would do lunch every day together, but that was about it. We didn't do breakfast or uh, dinner together. And then we tried watching movies as a family. That did not work out because the five of us liked different movies. Yeah. And uh, when I walked out on the Music Man about two months ago, that ended that. I even told Nicole, I love you and I hope you don't get mad at me, but I can't watch the shitty movie. And I walked out. <laughs> like it was bad because I don't like that they sing the entire the entire movie was yeah. like all singing. It was oh, weird. God. Yeah. Just hate that. It's a rough uh, thing because, uh, and I know exactly what you're saying because it's just me and Jen and we have two really different tastes. I like a lot of, uh, she likes to call them my killing shows. <laughs> I like a lot of the cartel type things and a lot of the, I mean, you can't hardly watch anything anymore without violence. So, I mean, I've kind of become numb to the whole violent thing. It doesn't bug me, but uh, she really just does not like, there's two things she hates. She hates violence and she hates horror flicks. Like she doesn't, she doesn't like being scared. So she won't watch horror flicks and she won't watch violence. 
but you know, again, almost everything you watch is going to have some violence. So like, she's okay with like criminal minds or, um, uh, we just recently started watching Bosch, uh, on Amazon. Uh, so I think we're in season two of Bosch and we're enjoying that. It's not overly violent. It's just good, like detective show. So it's pretty good. Uh, so I totally get what you're saying there. Uh, what about you, Steve-O? Hey, first off, I want to say, Sonny, congratulations to Gianna graduating. As we're recording tonight, that was, I think, yesterday. And uh, it was cool seeing all these kids graduate. Okay. Yeah, she turns 18 tomorrow. We're recording oh. today. She turns 18 all right. tomorrow. Happy early birthday. Yep. It's very cool seeing these kids graduate. Um, BB's son just graduated the other night. And, you know, I mean, like, you remember when these kids, you know, they're not your own kids, but like they're really like your own kids. They're graduating and you're, you see them, you know, when they were born and stuff like that. They're graduating high school and you're like, yeah, holy fuck, am I old? I just want to throw that out there. Steven Bosch is excellent. I'm like totally down with that. I watched that myself. And at our house, we, we have uh, kind of Sunday syndrome there. Like everyone's doing their own thing here. We have gotten together for game nights and stuff like that. As far as playlists go, I pretty much control the music in the house because I would put on some stuff. My wife, would be like, can you put something else on? So like there'd be a night I'd throw on like uh, like a mix of ACDC or something that is that everybody can listen to, but it was cool doing this list. Cause everybody's like, well, you know, like what songs am I going to pick and this and that it was cool. And, and we do game night here and we have friends. We've been social distancing and everything, but we have been kind of hanging with some friends because Carson works with our, our friend, Kevin. So we, we hang out with them because my wife babysits their son. So we're kind of, it's not like we're, you know, hanging out with strangers and people we don't know. And we do game night with them. Usually Friday nights we weren't able to do it this week, which is why we're recording here tonight. It, it's a good time. But I'm kind of glad that I got to pick our, our set list here to do this because when we go up there, he puts like Eximon or or some kind of Spotify playlist. And you get some hits, but like there's a lot of country stuff in there. So I'm kind of like, Ugh, but it's all good. Well, Steve, I heard that was total crap because I heard that you had 50 to 100 people over at your house at a kegger party the other day and that you were saying shit like this quarantine uh, social distancing thing was total bullshit. Is that not true? That's very true. Did you ever see the movie Old School? <laughs> it was a party like that. BC went streaking through the quad to the gymnasium. <laughs> BC does that on a nightly basis from what yeah. I understand. Yeah. But he's got to run longer because he lives like 20 miles away now. Uh, does he? Him and the wife got a house 20 miles away? Yeah, because actually his house is being renovated. He he lives in town here. Probably if, if you had to walk, it'd be a, a 10-minute walk. But um, he's living at his new wife's apartment now, and that's probably 20 miles away until his house is finished. So he'll be closer. So we'll be able to have that big kegger at his house when he finally gets it done. <laughs> so she's going to eventually move back into his house once he gets it renovated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Him and her three daughters, I believe. Oh, wow. Asking for fucked. trouble. Instant, instant family. We tried playing board games here, and uh, I will tell you, I'm a pretty even keel guy. But we start playing board games or we start playing card games. I'm always looking for an angle. So I am the sorest winner ever. Like I'll, I'll start, mm -hmm. boom, baby, what you going to do about that kid? Do nothing, can you? And yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Get him out of here. Blue, yeah. Let's go, Ace. You know, my son's nine years old and he throws his video game controller. I've been doing that to him all his life. So it's like. Yeah, I'm not fun to play with when it comes to that kind of stuff. So that didn't last too long. That's my son, Carson. He is the sorest winner ever and a hundred times worse of a fucking loser. That's why Sonny and I can never play games because 
I would end up uh, shiving him a couple times. I kill a bitch. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and my closest friend, so like Tone, he's finally figured it out. Like if I'm not really paying attention and we're playing a game of some sort, then uh, he knows that I'm just kind of going through the motions. But if he says something to get me focused, oh, fuck, I won't let up. Right. So, you know, somebody will say something, go, just shut up. Don't get them started. Don't get them started. Don't go there. Right. Or, or I'll say something like, well, you want to put 20 bucks on it? Oh, no, no, thanks. He used to say, yeah, sure. And then he would get pummeled. So he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> he knows not to focus you. Yeah. Yeah. So it appears that game night is uh, the case with a lot of people. I put it out there to some of the folks in our grown up rock loud minority Facebook group just to find out what they were doing uh, during this time with family. And some of them came back. A lot of them came back with uh, playing board games uh, with their family. One guy came back. I won't use names because I don't know whether they want me to use names, but one guy came back and said he's renovated two rooms in his house (laughs) during this uh, downtime. I said, well, that doesn't sound like very fun family time. But hey, you know, you do what you do. If I had the talent to renovate, I would probably be doing that. Uh, But yeah, you don't want me using any power tools. That's a bad idea. Good call. (laughs) So should we get into some of these playlists and, uh, and find out what they're all about? Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's start with you, Steve-O. You're our special guest. Give us five of your uh, songs on your 15-song playlist. And how did you build your playlist? So the idea was we each put 15 songs on a playlist. How did you come to do your 15 songs? Okay, my playlist I have, there's actually five of us living in the house. My, my wife, my son, Dylan, that does the podcast with me. My youngest son, Carson, and my wife, Corey. And actually, my her mom lives with us as well, but she's uh, she's not involved in the playlist. So what I did was I had Corey, Carson, and Dylan pick four songs a piece, and I picked three. So I'm just going to read them down, and it probably won't be too hard to guess who picked what songs, but um, I'll throw them out there to you guys. I'll give you the first five. And uh, I'm going to start off the list with Bon Jovi's song called Just Older off of the Crush album from from the year 2000. And uh, it's just a cool song. It's uh, If you listen to the lyrics, it's pretty much him you know, looking back that, you know, he, he used to have long hair and everything like that. And he talks about his teachers and stuff like that. It's just a real good song. The melodies are great in it. And this was probably the last good Bon Jovi album before they turn into a country slash pop band. And there's a lot of good rock songs on that. So just older is on that. On the first song I picked. Second song, NXS, New Sensation from the 1987 Kick album. Just a great band. We got to see, well, we seen part of NXS back in, uh, maybe six or seven years ago with JD Fortune that when he won the uh, you know the Rockstar show for NXS and we got to see like three songs that got rained out totally sucked but uh, New Sensation is a great song next song Duran Duran Wild Boys
song like one of the you know in the heyday of videos on mtv uh from the 1984 arena album just a great song wow boys you know who doesn't like wow boys you know what well, that's what we are well except for steven like you know he's got a sippy cup and everything and this next one i think sonny's probably really gonna like prince let's go crazy from the purple rain soundtrack just a great song probably um sonny i don't know if you would agree or not probably prince's most rocking song what do you think? Bitch, please, I'm going to show you. There's more rock songs, but uh, the guitar solo in that alone puts it up there. There's no doubt. It's in the top five for sure. Right. And and I got to say, like, I was really surprised. Like, I, I heard the song a bunch of times before I got to actually see the video for it. You know, I mean, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you've seen the movie Purple Rain. And but I've heard the song many times before I saw the movie, got to see the video for it. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually Prince playing this shit. And it was just like, 
I'm totally blown away by a great, great song. The next song is going to be, we're going to take a total turn here for the next song. Motionless and White, Internally Yours. Um, I love bands that have some screaming in it. Like, it can't be all screaming. There's got there's got to be a balance between some of the screaming vocals and then, like, a melodic feel to it. Motionless and White, they're actually kind of a local band. They're only from maybe, like, 30 miles away from us. And actually, my buddy Rob that's been on our podcast, his dad worked. Uh, he works with the the singer's father, and they're so so they're local guys. Good band, like real like heavy heavy band. Kind of breaks down, gets a little metal little metal at the end, but just like really good though. I was like, okay, these guys are these guys are legit. And actually, they just opened up for Alice Cooper on his last tour for last summer, and they played up near us at Bethel Woods. They were one of the opening bands. So I'm going to give my commentary of your first five songs. I'm going to first guess that the Bon Jovi, NXS, Duran Duran, and Prince are all Corey's picks, correct? You are correct, sir. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to guess when it goes from Prince to this motionless and white, that's when my friend Dylan gets involved. Is that correct? That is not correct. Okay. All right. Well, so I'll give my thoughts on it real quick, and then we'll pass it over to Sonny. Just older from Bon Jovi. This is the non-rockin' Bon Jovi, but I'll be honest, there's a lot of great non-rockin' Bon Jovi. His melodies and his lyrics are good, and I connect with them in a lot of different ways. He's sort of the, I mean, he's the working man rocker. He always has been. Uh, and so I like this song off Crush. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a little bit mellower Bon Jovi. It is what it is. Uh, new sensation by NXS. I absolutely love NXS. I always have. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Back in the 80s, I did not like NXS because I was not very open to other rock and roll. Uh, so now I'm a big NXS fan. If you haven't watched this uh, Michael Hutchins um, documentary on Amazon, I would highly recommend you watch it. It's really good. But yeah, New Sensation, great song. Kick, that entire record is great. Love it. Wild Boys off Duran Duran. I have become a Duran Duran fan over the years, so I dig that tune. And, of course, what can be said about Prince, Let's Go Crazy. It's classic, and there's nothing wrong with that song. You hear that song a thousand times. It doesn't matter. It's always good. All right, Sonny, so what's your take on Steve-O's first five? Corey's songs are good, mostly. That Bon Jovi song is just cookie-cutter to me. I saw uh, Michael Hutchins live with Excess, and I've seen the JD Fortune. I thought they were both good. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like Excess. Duran Duran, I don't think people give them enough credit that they're actually pretty rock. Like, they don't get a lot of credit for the guitars, but uh, they need, like, a heavy metal tribute album. Like, nobody's ever done a really good Duran Duran rocked up, and I think that'd be pretty cool. Prince is awesome. That motionless and white thing, that Cookie Monster shit wouldn't last 10 seconds with my family. That I don't know. At least the chorus is cool. The rest of it, I don't know. Yeah, the motionless and white, uh, which I, I forgot to comment on that. Yeah, it's not that's not my thing either. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, good stuff. They're talented. Uh, I don't want to be too harsh because they only live 30 miles from me, and I don't want them tracking you down and beating you senseless, Steve. But just it wasn't my thing. Is And that was your pick, huh? That was not. That's Carson's pick. You are correct, sir. Carson. Okay. Uh, yeah. God love you, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually surprised because that may be the first song that I ever listened to from those guys. And like they're local guys, but like they're more of the actually like Carson and Dylan's age type guys. Cause the, all the guys in the bands are, they're like that age, maybe a little bit older, but 
that's like more of, I don't know if you want to call it like their music, but I was like, shit, man, this is actually pretty good. And it's funny too, because Sonny, you said about like Duran Duran, like they need more guitars. I saw them live a couple years ago and they were really, really good. Probably maybe three or four years ago. And the only thing that was disappointing about that was Simon LeBon, lead singer. There were some times during the show and I told my wife, I said, he could have really rocked it up and got the crowd going. He just fell short as a front man. I was like, oh, but I mean, real good. Still good live. Still sounded good. Still looked good. But like he just was a little bit lacking in the, the front man department. But well, boys, it's a great song. Yeah, I've seen them live a few times and they've been really consistently good every time I've seen them. And Andy Taylor has done some really rock stuff. Andy Taylor, uh, I think, spent time with Thunder at one point in time. So he's played with rock things. Of course, he was in Power Station. So he's done some rock stuff. So they definitely live on that edge. And John Taylor is just a phenomenal bass player. I mean, he really is a great bass player. Yeah, and Andy Taylor had a, a solo album out in 1986. And his, him and his band were supposed to no, open up for David Lee Roth on the Eat em and Smile tour. And we were actually in line for the show in Binghamton. It was actually early 1987. And Andy Taylor was supposed to be the opening band. And then the word, you know, kind of circulated around the, the, the line throughout the show. And it was like, hey, Andy Taylor's not opening. It's some band called Telsa or Tesla or something like that. So we got Tesla Mechanical Residence Tour boom right there instead of andy taylor totally blown away so sorry andy but you know we got tessa fucking awesome yeah that's a good trade and that's right growing up rock listeners not only do we know about metallica tesla and van halen but we can talk about duran duran on this podcast what 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 (laughs) hey it's all rock and roll (laughs) yeah we have a lot of listeners that i'm sure would debate that but it's all good it's music it's music to us all right, Steve-O, so how about your next five? Give us your next five off your list. All right, we're going to keep it heavy at this time. We're going to go with a little Motorhead, The Game, R.I.P. Bob Kulik uh, was uh, involved in this song. It was the entrance music for the, which I think was the WWF at the time when this came out. It was the entrance music for the Triple H when he came in, and uh, Bob Kulik played guitars on it. It was a bonus track on a Hammered album. Just a great song, and uh, there's like a, I don't know. It, it, it's it's kind of a weird song for me because there's a little back and forth of Lemmy kind of talking to himself in just a little bit different tone, but a real good song. I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. And this is probably going to be Sonny. One of Sonny's favorite songs on this playlist is going to be Rush Roll the Bones from the Roll the Bones albums in 1991. And uh, Sonny, I, I think they did this song because they knew you were a, a, a huge Rush fan and a rap fan. So they put a little rap in the middle of the song so you can also you know doubly enjoy the album they definitely like doing that for song cool song they do it live and actually when they did it live on the last tour that little rap section they had different comedians do it they had the guy that played uh Tyrion on game of thrones he was one of the guys that was involved in it. a couple different comedians doing the rap part in the middle of it and that was very cool and i'm gonna go with uh the next song is gonna be sticks we're going right back, boom, right back down to the 70s. I think this is the only song from the 70s on this list. And um, Little Miss America from Grand Illusion album, just a fantastic song. Starts out with a little, maybe an introspective keyboard part in the beginning, and then it just kicks in. Just a fantastic song. Carlos Santana here 
We'll play a little bit of Smooth featuring Rob Thomas on vocals. And we may hear from one of these artists again later in the show. Just a fantastic song. And this song was not really an album track. It was came out as a single. Rob Thomas was big at the time with Matchbox 20. I'll tell you what. And this is another song. And I don't think it's as good as, but it's another song that I kind of equate with Hot for Teacher. Like, I can't separate the video from the song itself because that's when i hear the song i think of the video you hear hopper teacher you think of the the video when you hear the song just cool it shows the guys setting up they're kind of just hanging out and carlos is like tearing it up it's just a, a a great great song from carlos santana featuring rob thomas the song is called smooth i'm gonna go with a little bullet for my valentine i think sonny's a f- big fan of these guys it's called pretty on the outside it's the album closer on the fever album from 2010 just a great song. We've seen the, I've seen these guys probably six or seven times live. They always bring it. They have a good mix of heaviness and melodicness. They tear it up. We saw them. It was actually the last show that I got to see with my my two sons before we you know got it in all this pandemic. I saw uh, them in Trivium, and it's just a fantastic show. And just like that great mix of heaviness and melodicness. Both for my Valentine. Can't go wrong with those guys. I cannot wait to get into this, so I'm going to throw it right on over there to Morning Wood Pooney. Morning Wood Pooney, what'd you think of those last five? Steve O, I love you, and how dare you do this to Corey? She's way too nice. That Noter Head song, why? Uh, that rolled a bone song. I saw that tour because Mr. Big opened. I left after one song, and that song is meh. That stick song, I usually stick to Renegade or Blue Collar Man because that song is not good. Smooth, though, is on my getting busy list. It's track number six, just in case you wanted to know. And uh, the Bullet for My Valentine song, I actually saw Bullet live because Hailstorm opened for him. And the kids and Nicole were with me. They they lasted two songs. Bullet was a a little much for them. But I actually like Bullet, but I got to be in the mood. <laughs> Quick and to the point. All right. So the game uh from Motorhead, the first time I heard that song was just like you said on the WWE that was Triple H's entrance music. I like that song a lot. Uh I've always dug that tune. So that's all good with me. Roll the bones, rush. Got nothing bad to say about it. Love it. Love rush. Miss America by Sticks. I happen to like that song. It's a heavier song. I love the riff in it. Uh, I'm a huge Sticks fan. Uh, this is one of the rare chances that you get to hear JY. Uh, and a lot of JY's personality comes out when he sings this song. My wife, however, is not a huge fan of this song. I think partially because of JY and the way he sings it. But yeah, I dig Miss America. I've always dug that song. Smooth featuring Rob Thomas. So here's where Santana is literally brilliant. Santana goes and finds all these great singers throughout his entire career. His hits primarily are made up from these singers that have given him hits. That one song he had, I'm winning. That was a huge hit. He had some singer for that. He's got Rob Thomas on this song. In fact, this whole album is various singers like Michelle Branch and just different singers that have done such a great job. And yeah, Carlos is a great guitar player, but he finds these amazing singers. I love Smooth. My wife really loves it because Rob Thomas, that's her pretend boyfriend, uh, as many of you guys already know. But um, yeah, so uh, Smooth is all good. Bullet for My Valentine, the first time I ever heard them, I actually saw them at Rocklahoma 
in shit. I don't know what year that was, 2013, something like that. Anyway, I'm not a fan. I don't really like it. I saw it live. They're just not, for whatever reason, I can't get into it. I don't know whether it's too much screaming or it's just too metally, too new metally for me. I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, so sorry. Uh, just don't dig that one. But that's my thoughts on that. Well, I got to say, Sonny, thank you, fucker, for ruining <laughs> Smooth for me forever. <laughs> it's track number six, baby. It's I'm getting busy. Oh my! Just it's, picture it's, that it's, in your head. It's in your top ten. Oh my! Now you're really killing me. We all threw up in our mouth just a little bit uh, from that I, visual. I, I did you know? I, you're gonna have to give, I'm gonna make some more noise, and I'm gonna get a stick of gum. All right. Uh, last five here. I'm going to go with. You know what? Since you guys love the heavy stuff, Stephen, you love both my Valentine. You're definitely, absolutely going to love Kill Switch Engage. My curse. Heavy rocker. This song. I was like, and when this song come up, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I'm not really. Uh, let me check these guys out a little more. And uh, heavy song, really good, good rocker. Definitely enjoy it. Another band that is like a newer, newer rock song. All that remains uh, probably won't end well. And the thing is. That gets me about the, the bands of this time. Like, you could lump Kill Switch Engage, Bull for My Valentine, All the Remains, Moses and White. That you could throw them at a festival and, you know, put a blindfold on someone, spin them around, and, like, they wouldn't be able to tell you what the fuck band it is because they all kind of get the sound the same. But I like the the good mix of the, the melodic stuff and the screaming. I, I know you guys probably aren't a fan of that, but I, I do enjoy some of the more aggressive stuff. But it can't, like I said before, it can't be the all of the rah, 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 rah stuff. There's got to be a melody in there. It's, there's got to be some, you know, like I would put these get this kind of music ahead of, sorry guys out there, Slayer, like any day, because that's just and and that I just, I, I can't go for that stuff. I would, there's got to be at least some kind of melody in there, a break from the, the total screaming. And um, I'm going to knock this back down to a song. This song, I remember when this song came on MTV, um, the song called Wicked Game. Chris Isaac, I was like, well, this song is, you know, it was different from what was out at the time when the song came out. But this is a cover version um, from the band called Him, H-I-M, from an album called uh, Razorblade Romance. And when I heard this, it's more of a, like a grinding, grindage version of it. Really, really good version of it. I like the original song, but this one just kind of amps it up a little more. I really enjoy it. I cannot not throw Van Halen in there. Stay Frosty from the Different Kind of Truth album from 2012 love van halen and i really super think that uh different kind of truth like got lambasted by some people it's a great album there's a lot of good stuff out there i know a lot of the songs were demos reworked and everything but just a great album stay frosty Said. He said, yeah, I'm strong to box with God, learn these words instead. Go to the reflecting, my advice is free. There's a drink to Christian values, and it's compulsory. Stay frosty, that's what the preacher man said. Stay frosty, his words still bracket in my head. Can't control your future, can't control your friends in a world without end. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. 
like that ancient immortal said don't want him to get you go don't show him where it's hit and that's just what i did stay frosty Woo! look out stay frosty now use my hand i won't look Stay frostiest the most. My brand new landlord proposed me a toast. <laughs> My West Coast host. Stay frosty. Chanting like a mantra. And there's nothing you can't handle. Fine white, far as you ramble. Dressed in iron. But tie up your camel. Ice Cream Man Part 2. Just a great song. Just listen to that song. It is just a great rocker. Your head's bobbing. And and I, I challenge anybody, play Ice Cream Man and then stay frosty right after it. They are like one and two. Like BB says on our uh, our podcast, they're like peanut butter and jelly. Excellent. And the last song is Flotsam and Jetsam. And I will tell you guys that I picked this last song because this is the song, what happens when I get pissed off and everybody cheats in a game and I flip the fucking table over. This is the song that I play, Prepare for Chaos from Flotsam and Jetsam, from the uh, End of Chaos album from 2019. This was one of my top picks. Love these guys. One of our listeners, Mark Arnold, recommended this album for us to check out. And this song has not left my playlist for ever since this album came out in 2019. Absolutely love it. This is the song that Steve gets pissed off and flips the fucking table over to. That's great violent action from you, Steve. We're very proud of you. Don't piss me off, bitch. The name's Francis Sawyer. 
But everybody calls me Psycho. Any of you guys call me Francis, and I'll kill you. Ooh. <laughs> just made the list, buddy. And I don't like nobody touching my stuff. So just keep your meat hooks off. If I catch any of you guys in my stuff, I'll kill you. <laughs> also, I don't like nobody touching me. Now, any of you homos touch me, and I'll kill you. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sonny, uh, go ahead. Give us your uh, your your thoughts on uh, these last five for Steve-O. All right, so Kill Switch, that song, the music is very Zach Wilde on that song. Uh, I like vocal melody. I'm hit and miss on Kill Switch, but there's some stuff I like. That's a good one. All That Remains, you'd be surprised. I'm actually getting more into their stuff. I like Forever In Your Hands, Two Weeks, The Last Time, Hold On. Like, they got some songs that really are starting to connect with me. I'm listening to, to them more and more. I think it might've been, uh, might've been Bill Algy that pointed me to him. Somebody pointed me to him and I was, uh, I was listening to it more and more that wicked game song. We've played it before. I think we played it on our covers episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what we did it on, but it, that's, that's a great cover. It, it really is. The stay frosty song. It's good. I just like ice cream man better. And that Flotsam and Jetsam song, just go back to the Motorhead. Why? I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> Why do you put your wife through that? Like when you put that song on, at least your wife knows you're leaving the room. That's that's the best thing about that song. Nothing says hanging out party time with the family like prepare for chaos. Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> that's every day in this house. We're always prepared for chaos. Oh my God! All right, so <laughs> kill switch engage. They're not really my thing. This song's not that bad. I will tell you that Killswitch Engage did a cover of Dio's Holy Diver that I thought was awesome. So I don't hate Killswitch Engage. They're just not necessarily my go-to, although this song wasn't that bad. All That Remains played the arena here locally sometime last year, I think. They were part of like a a three-bill package or something. So that was the first time I got to see them. I thought they were okay. Again, it's a little bit too new metal-y for me, that combination of singing and screaming. I don't know. I, I, I just can't get into it. I don't know what to tell you. The Wicked Game cover from him, Sonny's absolutely right. We did that on a covers version uh, episode, and it's an awesome cover. I think uh, they do a really good job with that song. Uh, so I dug that. Stay Frosty by Van Halen, Different Kind of Truth. It is Ice Cream Man Part 2. Make no mistake about it. A Different Kind of Truth. I absolutely agree with you. That one got kind of swept under the rug because... So here's the thing. I always have to laugh to myself when I hear people talking about how a different kind of truth was just a bunch of reworked demos. Um, Anybody that knows anything about Van Halen, their entire career is reworked demos. You can listen to shit that's on fair warning that they were playing in the clubs in some form before they even got signed. So that's the stupidest statement I ever hear people make is that it's a bunch of reworked demos. That's what Van Halen does. There are songs, uh, Mean Street, that I have on a Warner Brothers demo before they even got signed where it was like the intro. So it was bits and pieces. Simple kind of rhyme, same thing. So that's just a stupid statement. Then you don't really know Van Halen or the history of Van Halen when you make that statement. So yes, I like different kind of truth. There's a lot of great stuff on that record. It kicks ass and uh, people need to get over it. 
And then the last song, Prepare for Chaos, Flotsam and Jetsam. Not my thing, never has been my thing. I've tried to listen to them a few different times, both in the earlier days and more recently when they got back together. They're one of those bands that I lump in the same category as Metal Church. Same thing. Like, uh, it's one of those bands that I know a lot of people like. I tried to get into it in the early days. I didn't like it that much. And then when they regrouped and recently put out albums that people thought were really good, same thing. I didn't dig it. The biggest thing I know about Flotsam and Jetsam is that uh, Jason Newstead used to be in it. That's about it. I actually felt the same way about Flotsam and Jetsam for a while there. But then, uh, you know, I can't dismiss when one of our listeners says, hey, how about checking this album out? And I was... I was blown away, but I, I agree with you. I still cannot get into Metal Church at all, but that's my list. Like I said, I had uh, everybody in the house pick a couple songs, and um, that's kind of what we do. But enjoy or not enjoy. Like you said, everybody's got different tastes. Hey, it's all good, and if the listeners want to go listen to this playlist, it's on Spotify, and it's called Building the Perfect Playlist. And for Steve Wrights, it'll have an SW afterwards. So it's Building the Perfect Playlist, S as in Steve, W is in right. Go check it out for yourself if you want to. Steve, thanks for being honest. Thanks for sharing all your family choices with us. And now it's time to go over to Pooney Cartel Jams. Our uh, co-host, Sonny, is going to share his list. So start us off there, Sonny. Tell us the story. Okay, so I've got you know my wife in the house, my 20-year-old son, my uh, one day from now, 18 year old daughter and a 16 year old daughter. So my thing is I've been trying to brainwash the kids since they were in the womb, to be honest, because I wanted them to be rockers. I wanted them to grow up in music. I didn't get to do music. I wasn't good enough to do it. Figured that if I could get them into my music, maybe they could make something out of it. That was the whole point. So my playlist is very carefully crafted to, uh, continue the brainwashing. So my first song is Working for the Weekend by Loverboy from Get Lucky 81. Everybody knows this song. It's a perfect example of a song that's been kept alive in movies and media, Saturday Night Live, Super Bowl commercials, video games. But I remember the kids got into it because it was in a, in a Herbie movie. And the kids were really, really young then. And uh, so they kind of connected to it. So, and they love it. So it always has to start the playlist because uh, it gets everybody singing and hopping along. Second on my playlist is Miss Hyde by Hailstorm from the 2012 album, The Strange Case Of. When my two youngest daughters turned 10 and 9, not only what I, you know, was trying to crazy brainwash them into rock and metal, but they met Lizzie because we went to a Hailstorm show. You know, you got beautiful, powerful, confident front woman. You got preteens that connected immediately. And we went to a couple of shows together, met Lizzie a couple of times, and the girls were hooked. So now my 18-year-old's kind of moved to R&B and hip-hop, but both girls sing, both girls play instruments, they've been in choir, jazz band, marching bands, concert bands. I mean, they performed on stage. So I think some of that stuff worked, and my youngest still likes Hailstorm, so that's cool. My third one is Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5 and Christine Aguilera. At some point, I have to have like pop and stuff in my list, otherwise I can't keep the kids listening. And we used to watch American Idol and Voice religiously. And we thought the girls might have had a chance to be on one of those shows at some point. And then they love Christine Aguilera. You add some funk, some pop, some catchiness. You add a good-looking guy with Levine. And, you know, doesn't surprise you the song went number one because it was catchy. And kind of weird for preteen girls to be, you know, bopping the moves like Jagger. But uh, it worked, and it gets everybody singing. So it totally works for us. 
So this is when the brainwashing continues because after three songs everybody likes, I throw in Cherokee by Europe because it's this part of this lifetime brainwash is carefully placing rock songs that are just as catchy as the songs you heard, but it's something you don't know and you're already smiling. Your voice needs a rest from singing anyway. So, you know, and I can do the whole, why don't we try to sing this chorus together? Cherokee, right? So, and everybody kind of sings together. So it works. And then the final, my first five is Right Now by Van Halen from the 1991 album. As you may know, Nicole's not much of a rock fan. She is a R&B hip hop fan. And if you don't kind of connect with her in the first 30 seconds, she don't even give you a chance. I'm not sure what it is about this song, but it is one of her favorite rock songs of all time. My guess is probably has to do with tempo, video, Sammy, timing of the song in her life because she was 21. You know, the topic wasn't about cheap sex and drinking and all that. It was in radio, Pepsi commercials, but it's uh, one of her all-time favorite rock songs. So there's my first five. Nice. Steve-O, you want to give us your thoughts on Sonny's first five? Yes, the Sonny first five. Loverboy, working for the weekend. Great song. This song was another one that was all over MTV. Just a great song. Um, and our local radio station, you'll hear this uh, almost every weekend. You'll hear it working for the weekend. Just a great song. That Lover Boy Get Lucky album was just fantastic. Hailstorm is Hyde. Love, love, love Heavy Hailstorm.
Rocking, I love her cadence when she sings this song. And I got to give it BC here. It's Lizzie Hale. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Maroon 5 with Christina Aguilera. Move like Jagger. Is that like how to move with your walker? Um, (laughs) Not really down with that at all. This is a song that uh, it sounds like they would play it at the Super Bowl at some way, shape, or form. Sorry. I'm not sure. Sonny, you picked all these songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I make the playlist. I don't let anybody right. pick. Dude, it's over for you after you pick this one. Um, <laughs> just pop crap. Um, I understand you want to get your children involved, but uh, that's not the way to do it. Europe Cherokee, great. Love that song. Saw these guys on this tour. Fantastic, great song. And I want to see a video of the Pony family singing the chorus to Cherokee. Can that happen? <laughs> yeah, we I want to that. see that's that. That's All right. Easy. All right, I'm sorry. I mean, Pony Family minus Sonny singing the <laughs> chorus to the song because I hear Sonny sing way too much. Hello, world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Um, just throwing that out there. Cherokee, great song, love it. Van Halen right now, VH, uh, which I call Bad Halen, not Fun Halen. Right now, it's okay. Uh, the video, you know, that's another song I can't separate from the video, which on this one doesn't really help. But uh, right now, it's pretty cool. But, like, I, I just, I can never get myself to be used to piano Van Halen. It's okay. I like the chorus. I like the chorus because you could really, really hear Michael Anthony in it. So, uh, I think you're batting, like, I don't know, 250 maybe. Maybe a little higher. Maybe 300. <laughs> right now, you would be wrong. Right now, you suck. Right, <laughs> right now, now, my list is better than yours. Right now, Steve Wright is throwing you the finger with both hands. So I move into the center lane. Now I get ahead of this woman who felt, for some reason, I guess, that she thought that I cut her off. <laughs> so she pulls up alongside of me, gives me the finger. <laughs> it seems like such an arbitrary, ridiculous thing to just pick a finger and you show it to the person. It's a finger. What, what does it mean? Someone shows me one of their fingers, and I'm supposed to feel bad. Is that the way it's supposed to work? I mean, you could just give someone the toe, really, couldn't you? I would feel worse if I got the toe than if I got the finger. Because it's not easy to give someone the toe. You gotta get the shoe off, the sock off, and drive, get it up in the... Look at that toe, buddy. I mean, that's really insulting to get the toe, isn't it? Right now, I really don't care. <laughs> right now, shut it. You guys are all, uh, it's all opinions anyway. All right. Uh, working for the weekend. First of all, Lover Boy, Get Lucky. Fantastic album. Love, love, love that album. Working for the weekend for me, like Steve pointed out, all the radio stations used to play this on Fridays at the end of the day. Uh, five o'clock, you get off. Working for the weekend kicks on on your local radio station. That was a thing for many years and probably still is in a lot of places. Working for the Weekend is one of those songs for me personally as a Loverboy fan. I'm just burned out on. It's one of those songs where I almost never need to hear it again. Doesn't mean it's bad. It's just that's the deal. You know, I'd rather hear another Loverboy song. And, you know, I'm a huge Loverboy fan. Go back in the archives. We did an interview with Paul Dean, the guitar player in Loverboy, eons ago. I don't know. Go back. Uh, 100 episodes or something it's in there somewhere but it was a great interview with paul dean love lover boy 
Miss Hyde, uh, Hailstorm. What can you say about Lizzie? It's great. I love that song. Fantastic song. But I'll tell you what, listening to that song with headphones on at the very end where where they do the freaking crazy tape loop thing and they pan it back and forth in your ears, that thing messes with your mind. That split, uh, like, I don't know, what is it? Two seconds, three seconds of, of the outro thing that she does at the end. Uh, and they do like, you know, a tape, uh, thing that's just weird, but listen to that with headphones. It's kind of cool. Uh, just don't, uh, trip on acid when you do it. That's not a good idea. Moves like Jagger always love this song. Uh, I don't know how you can get away from the funk and the groove and the catchiness of this song. Even if, uh, pop is not your thing. That's just a catchy ass song. Dig that tune can put that on playlist and that's something that both myself and my wife will enjoy uh so that could easily show up on one of my playlists cherokee by europe yeah it's okay i mean i I don't uh don't dislike this song it's one of the better songs to me off of the final countdown uh which is by far not my favorite europe album but this song's okay uh there's nothing wrong with it Right now, Van Halen, love the album. Right now has a great groove to it. People talk about the keyboards and the piano and stuff like that, but it has a really good groove, the bass and drums in this song uh, and the melody. I've always liked this song. It's a little bit of a slower moment for Van Halen. Uh, uh, it's always good with me. I'm, I'm good with this song. So uh, Sonny's first five, okay with me. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, I know you right. were waiting for my seal of approval and I want it to be uh, cordial and now you can rest easy, my friend. Yeah, thanks. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Jack off. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next five 80s pop rock synth music is an absolute staple on in our car iPods. I used that music to really brainwash the kids because it was so catchy. So everything from Duran Duran to a flock of seagulls to anything that you can remember that was a huge hit in the eighties that were more pop and barely guitar driven. It makes a appearance. There's no doubt, but anytime I could throw a little rock into it, I do. So my next one's pink houses by John Cougar Mellencamp. It's one of those things where it has the eighties flavor. So everybody gives it a chance, but it's got a little rock to it. So it's still got the rock elements. Next one is Slither by Velvet Revolver, and this one's an interesting one because Restrained was releasing music as my kids were in their preteens and early teen years. And since Restrained was kind of writing rock metal tunes and it involved their Uncle Tony, we used to listen to it a lot in the car. So, you know, because Uncle Tony was famous because he was on YouTube because he was doing videos. So since the family was given restrained a chance every once in a while, I would slip in songs that had a restrained feeling to it, similar tempo, that kind of stuff. And Slither was one of those uh, songs. Even the other day when it came up in the playlist, Nicole goes, oh, Tony's band sounds pretty good. I'm like, babe, that's not Tony. But uh, thanks. He wishes it was him. Okay, next one. Goodbye to You by Scandal. Again, it's that whole 80s pop rock synth female vocalist. Show the girls you can still rock. You know, not just people on hip hop are making it allows me to kind of talk about Patty Smythe possibly being in Van Halen connects to another song that was early in the playlist. So, you know, that way, if they're in a bar 15 years from now on a trivia night that a Patty Smythe comes up and maybe they can talk about it. Who knows? Um, next song stricken by disturbed shut it righty. Just wait. (laughs) 
who in this family could possibly like Disturbed? You would not believe it. It's actually Nicole. She loves the beat. And she loves it when David comes out and a ooh, ah, right? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. She loves it. And it connected that first 30 seconds. And she has no idea what the hell he's saying after that. And she doesn't care. The song's aggressive. She likes that staccato type vocal because it got her in the first few seconds. So Disturbed is one of her favorite metal groups that she likes listening to it. I'm so surprised. And then the my 10th song is Tired of You by Buck Cherry. And this one you guys don't have young kids anymore, but uh, I don't either. But there used to be these things called Kids Bop CDs, and they had like nine or ten volumes. And one of the volumes had a cover of Buck Cherry's Sorry on it. So the kids totally got into that song. Well, then putting another Buck Cherry song allows me to talk about Kids Bop. It opens them up to rock, and the brainwashing continues. See, it's very, it's very important that the brainwashing continues. And that was my second set of five. All right, so I'm going to start us off here. First of all, through the first 10 songs, I've heard the word brainwashed a lot by our CIA operative, Sonny Morningwood Pooney. And it's beginning to scare me a little bit because now I think the man that's watching us is actually Sonny. Steve Wright, I think we're being punked here. I think Sonny works for the CIA. I am an actual mandated reporter. (laughs) So... I think I have to report this child abuse to the proper authorities. Um, we have it on tape. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I actually literally had to take a class on that like two weeks ago. And I think this falls into the parameters. All right. First of all, I don't have kids. And the fact that I've heard of this kid's bop thing, but the fact that this kid's bop thing actually used a Buck Cherry song why the hell didn't they use Crazy Bitch? I mean, that would have been the song that I would have chosen for them to use. Is that wrong? Oh, anyway. All right. Let's get back to the to your actual list. Pink Houses from Mellencamp. I like Mellencamp. It's just not the song I would have chose. I would have chose something else. Play guitar. I really like that song a lot. But I like a lot of Mellencamp. Slither from Velvet Revolver. Interesting song for a playlist, but great song nonetheless. Just not one I would think that the mass majority would enjoy, but uh, that's all good. Uh, Goodbye to You from Scandal. I like Scandal. I like the fact that you chose Goodbye to You versus The Warrior because that's the lesser played of the two, I think. And so, you know, it's nice to hear Goodbye to You. I think it's a great song. And everything goes really, really well. And then we hit... this stricken and i'll start it off with nicole i love you but good god really disturbed no awful 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 band just not good don't like that tune don't like them they do nothing for me i don't know what it is i just do not connect with disturbed in any way shape or form (laughs) last but not least tired of you buck cherry great song so no problems there. Black Butterfly is a record that doesn't get a whole lot of exposure. It's got some great stuff on it. And Tired of You is is one of the tunes that I really like off that record. So that's my two cents. Sonny would say 1.5 cents, but that's what it is. Over to you, right? All right. Hey, Pink Houses. Love it. Absolutely great. Uh, John Mellencamp has a ton of great songs, and this was one MTV era like song that came up just absolutely love that one great one velvet revolver so now tony Masalam looks like bob kulik apparently sounds like slash so we're gonna go somewhere in the middle there 
Great song. Love it. Anything with Slash, you guys know I am totally in. Great song. Slither. Love it. Um, Scandal, goodbye to you. That was a – and it's actually, around here, a lot of the the bands, the uh, local bands we go see, my my, my buddy Dave Broski that's been on the show many times, their local band, Blue London. If you're in the northeast Pennsylvania area, check them out. Goodbye to you. That's a that's a standard rock song that is played in the clubs with uh, with uh, you know anyone that has a female singer. Uh, just a great song. Love it. Patty Smythe can't go wrong with it. I'm going to skip the start for a second here. Buck Cherry, um, tired of you. Really great. You know what? And this song has the the swagger, I think. And I think this guy, Josh Todd from Buck Cherry, he is the one that moves like Jagger. He is that guy. I think he is a more of a modern day Mick Jagger, hard rock kind of guy. If you've seen Buck Cherry live, he's a guy. He is on the stage doing that crazy Mick Jagger shit, but with like on meth. Great song, absolutely love it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on Steven here for Disturbed, Stricken, Nicole. Oh my God! Like, <laughs> please, please, please reevaluate your life. I will I will come out there to California. I will take you out. We will listen to some good music. We'll get you away from that disturbed shit because it totally sucks ass. Um, and any like, and, and the thing that gets me with disturbed is like the wah. Like, does that have to be like every fucking song? Oh, uh, the only cool thing about that that wah <laughs> shit that's the best is, part it of used the song. To, <laughs> it, it used to be my brother in law's ringtone on his phone. We were it was either Christmas dinner or Easter dinner. We're all sitting there, everyone's saying grace. And then someone calls them right in the middle of grace here. And my father's like, what the fuck was that? Like right in the middle of fucking Easter dinner or Christmas dinner, whatever it was. That's the only good thing about the stir. So, um, Nicole, I, I go with Steven. I love you, but like, please work with us on this one. Where's California? <laughs> I, yeah. I was wondering the same thing. My, see my, my, my brain gets ahead of my <laughs> mouth and like everything gets all mixed up. California. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was a new state called California. I was like, hey, that's kick-ass. Where's that at? <laughs> well, who knows? Someone may find the, the word California offensive, and, and Sunday you may be living in a new state next week. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. will be. Uh, shit. All right. Good fun. Good fun. All right. Next uh, and final five, uh, Sonny. All right. So my 11th song on the playlist is I Can't Go For That Hall Notes. I could have picked about 15 different Hall Notes songs because it's, uh, it's a good listen to everybody's ears. And, you know, the kids don't want to admit it. Well, the kids will not admit it. I taught them how to sing. See, those who can't do teach. And so I taught them about Philly soul, falsetto, how to do the run. And so everybody kind of sings along, bobs their head, seat dances, you know, and it, this stuff was in our teenage years for Nicole and I. So, you know, what could be more perfect than Hall Notes? Next one is a song called Mysterious. This time is Serious by Talisman. And it's a Jeff Scott Soto song. And you're like, what the hell is Jeff Scott Soto doing on here? He doesn't play the U.S. often, and Nicole and I got a chance to see him in L.A. probably about 13 years ago. And I remember she really liked the show. That's what got her into Jeff, and she was all smiles during the song. So every time the song comes up, it connects us to the memory. And it's rock enough for my son. It's R&B enough for the girls, and it keeps uh, Nicole interested. So, you know, it's all good. Then you have to go back to R&B because after you've played Stricken, Tired of You, I Can't Go For That, and Mysterious, I don't want to hear from the kids, can we listen to something else? So then I throw in a little Bruno Mars, right? Treasure. You can't go like more than five or six songs without some sort of hip hop, you know, fun dance, 
fun, upbeat mood type song and treasure by Bruno Mars. I mean, it's catchy as hell. If you've never heard it 14th on the list, ZZ top sharp dress man. Thanks to Evan almighty and ugly Betty and bunch of TV shows and commercials. This song has been around a while. It's got the eighties flavor. It's got the guitar riff, got the catchy melody. So every, it makes everybody in the car happy and it's got rock to it. So it makes me happy. And then the last song on my playlist is wake me up by eclipse. And that's again, a connection with Nicole. So my 50th birthday, Nicole went on Monsters of Rock with me, and I got to say she was a trooper because for someone who doesn't like rock, she went to like 25-plus shows. We caught Eclipse twice, and she really liked them. And it's hard to find rock that she likes, so I take the opportunity to play Eclipse like anytime I can, and my son and youngest daughter are totally getting into these bands like Eclipse, Heat, Battle Beast, Shiraz Lane, Beast in Black. Like Those two are definitely connecting to the stuff that's coming out of Europe. So there's my final five.
Very nice. Steve-O, you want to give us your thoughts on Sonny's final five? Absolutely. Hall & Oates. Um, you can't go wrong with Hall & Oates. I mean, they are the, uh, I don't know, the pop version of the shit that we liked in the 80s and stuff like that. And I was kind of surprised that somebody picked this song. I, I thought he would have picked maybe a little more of an upbeat song from Hall & Oates. But, I mean, can't go for that. Very good. Not bad. I, I enjoy it. Talisman. And you know what? And I'm starting to reevaluate Nicole here. She's into Jeff Scott Soto and Sonny. There's some kind of problem here. There really is. But... I gotta like the I, I do like the mysterious song and and that's actually one I never heard of. It's a good one. It's got a uh, the guitar work is great in it. It's got a great solo. I, I really enjoyed that one actually. Bruno Mars not so much. It's 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 funky, but I enjoyed the stuff that uh, Bruno Mars did on the when he played whatever Super Bowl it was that he played. Thank God it wasn't the one that the awesome Chiefs won last year. But yeah, Bruno Mars. I mean, funky is pretty good. Not not too bad. Uh, a little painful for me. Like kind of switch from the Talisman song for sure it was quite a. Uh, going from one to the other was quite a switch. ZZ Top's Sharp Dressed Man, when Eliminator came out, I mean, there wasn't anybody that didn't have that album. Sharp Dressed Man, all the songs around that album, Legs, all that shit, just really good stuff. ZZ Top, Sharp Dressed Man, can't get wrong with that. Eclipse, those guys are great, and and I totally agree with uh, actually the both of you guys. That stuff coming out of Europe now is fantastic. Eclipse, Heat, Shiraz Lane, uh, just fantastic stuff. Very melodic hard rock and if you listen to this podcast you haven't checked these guys out then you really have not been listening to these guys so you know dig in with these guys check these bands out they're just absolutely fantastic and like sonny could have picked any of 30 songs from eclipse and and it would be a good one on the playlist so your overall thoughts with sonny's uh 15 songs there steve-o good playlist a couple couple ones that i you know i would probably hit the skip button but uh Good list though. I, I enjoyed it. And, and like I like the kind of the the stuff, the the back and forth stuff, like the scandal one. I haven't heard that one in a long time since I seen him played in a club when you know we were able to go back into clubs to see a show. You know, some of it brought back some good memories because like I remember like some of the videos that you've seen from these songs, and there's some ones in there that you can't separate the video from the song. And uh I, I enjoyed it overall for the mo- for the most part. A couple little hiccups in the, the crew there, like the the Maroon 5, Christina Aguilera one, that one would be gone. But, you know, that's all right. All right. Well, fair enough. I, I thought it was cute as hell when you asked what was going on. He's already been telling you every time he talks about his playlist. He's brainwashing people. I mean, that's why a lot of people like Sonny. He brainwashes them. Because you and I both know the real Sonny. We don't like him. So it's only because we put up without being brainwashed. No, you got to love Sonny. He's a good guy. He, although he does have some questionable taste in music. I, I totally agree with that. But uh, good guy. Good list. I, I would give it about a about an 80 out of 100. All right. Well, that's a fair score. All right. I'll give my thoughts on his list. Uh, I got to go down the last five that he gave. Daryl Hall and John Oates. I can't go for that. No can do. Love Daryl Hall and John Oates. I have nothing more to add to that. It's a great song. Uh, Mysterious by Talisman. I wasn't familiar with this song. Checked it out. Love it. Great tune. Nobody's surprised to see uh, Sonny Weasel, some Jeff Scott Soto in there. I'm surprised there's no Kotzen on this list, but it's all good. That's a great tune. Treasure Bruno Mars. Yeah, this tune's been around for a while, uh, and I know it's a personal favorite of Sonny and uh, some of his family members. So, yeah, it's a good tune. Uh, I like it. I like some other Bruno Mars a little bit better personally, but Treasure's not a bad tune. Sharp Dressed Man, this is a lot like working for the weekend for me. I love ZZ Top. 
I love the Eliminator record, but Sharp Dressed Man is one of those songs that I just never really need to hear again. I'm burned on it, but there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, and then last but not least, Wake Me Up by Eclipse off Bleeding Scream. Sonny and I bust each other's balls, but I'll be honest with you. There's absolutely one thing that Sonny and I see eye to eye on, and that's a lot of the European rock coming out today. We are both fans of bands like Eclipse and Heat and Battle Beast and just all these bands that are coming out, Shiraz Lane, endless supply of bands. And I think that's something that uh, hopefully Grown Up Rock does a pretty good job at doing is exposing some of these bands to listeners because we're fans of it. So we want to make sure that we get it out there to the U.S. market and uh, wake me up. Fantastic song. Love Eclipse can do no wrong. And I love the story that you told about Nicole with Eclipse, because really, honestly, that story mirrors the story with my wife. You know, she's not a huge rock fan. She's not a huge music fan. But when I can take her to stuff like this, Eclipse was one of her favorite bands on that cruise the year before last. So I'm able to play Eclipse now in my playlist, which we'll get to here in a minute. And she digs it. So great. Uh, Overall, I'm going to have to agree with uh, Steve on uh, the rating of this playlist. I think it's not a bad playlist, probably right around 80% for me. There's a couple of tunes that I would have switched out and a couple of tunes that maybe I wouldn't have put on, but that's, that's about it. So awesome. I know that you were waiting for that and it was important to you. So there you go, Sonny. And the other part that's important about a playlist like this, because YouTube bozos like those 13 minute songs, this playlist is an hour flat. That's it. Uh, I take offense to that. You know, I don't love 13 minute songs. I hate long songs. Steve might like them, but I don't. I love them. I absolutely love long songs. Yeah. So it's only one bozo, the idiot Steve Wright. <laughs> I like rhyme of the ancient mariner. That's it. <laughs> I don't like a long I'm sad song. for you. Uh, whatever. <laughs> All right. It's time only an hour and a half into this episode where I finally get to my playlist. So it's all good. Uh, so I'll get through this and uh, let you two bozos say what you will. Uh, this list was an honest collaboration between me and Jen. We tried to find stuff that I like, but that she will also like. So I opened it up to her. She's not a huge music fan. She picked some stuff here and there, but she threw out some stuff. And there are a few songs on here that I bought to her that she ended up liking over the course of time. And it's a much easier dynamic to deal with because it's just me and her. So we don't have, you know, 18-year-old daughters and uh, sons and just all these different dynamics in the house. Uh, At the end of the day, our cats don't give a shit what we listen to. So (laughs) it's just me and her. So my list starts out with Vertigo from Eclipse. This is hands down Jen's favorite Eclipse song. Uh, And what a great song it is. She saw it on the Monsters of Rock cruise the year before last. She loved it. Uh, She likes the round, round, round part. Uh, So just a great Eclipse song and a great way to kick off the uh, list. From there, we go to the Struts and Prima Donna Like Me. There are any number of Strut songs I could have put in here. The Struts are just a catchy rock band, and she and I have seen them now probably three 
times and they've been consistently great every time we've seen them. They're just a fun band to see live. And so Prima Donna Like Me is on the list. Both of us like it. Both of us like the Eclipse song. Now we get to her first real pick. Jen likes a little bit of country. She identifies with the lyrics and they're touching to her and they mean something to her. So she's a big Darius Rucker fan, a Hootie fan. And so she picked this song all right. Uh, It connects with her and she likes it. I mean, it's just a country song uh, from Darius Rucker, but usually with the country songs, it's the lyrics that Jen connects with. Then we go into some classic rock, and you've heard about the first Boston record being one of the first LPs that I bought. Jen and I used to go to this spin class, and they would play smoking all the time in this spin class, and so she got to liken this song as well. And I got to say, on the day we're recording this, this is Brad Delp's birthday today. So rest in peace, Brad Delp, the fantastic singer for Boston, and Smokin' is my number four song. And then from there, we go to my number five song, which is from Harry Styles. This is Watermelon Sugar. This is off his latest album, Fine Line. Harry Styles, even though he comes from one direction and he has kind of this R&B pop vibe to him, he is fantastic live and has a rock and roll vibe to a lot of his stuff. His first record's got some really rock and roll stuff on there. And I just think he's a talented kid who can write good music. Watermelon Sugar's kind of a funky uh, vibe type tune. And uh, yeah, so that's the number five song on there. So there you go. My first five. We'll turn it over to Sonny. Sonny? Okay, so Vertigo, uh, it's also my favorite song by Eclipse. So uh, Jen has good taste in European music. Her other music is questionable. Her taste in husbands is shit. But that's beside the point. The Strut song, Power Pop, really like the chorus. I'll skip all right for a second. Smoking, perfect merge of like rock and pop to bring the ladies around. Like, you know, it's, it's something like everybody can listen to. So that's cool. That Harry Styles, if that kid's talented, has got great songwriting skills, he didn't show in that fucking song. And that Darius Rucker song is just, it's brutal. But I barely like Hootie. I just can't handle Darius's voice. I, there's something about it. I, it doesn't connect with me. Cool. What didn't you like about Watermelon Sugar? I would have thought that would have been something you would have dug because it was a little bit funky. Uh, one simple thing, uh, the entire song. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't pinpoint what it is? It's so bad, I'd almost rather listen to Roll the Bones. Oh, wow. You really hate that song. Wow. Yeah. All right. Steve-O. All right. Eclipse. Vertigo, great. And I think all three of us here have seen the live. I think uh, Steven and, and myself have watched the when they did the live stream. We watched it live, and then Sonny was able to catch it later. Eclipse, fantastic, fantastic band. Love those guys. Uh, Vertigo, can't go wrong. Love it. How can you not like this? I'm glad you've got your wife's like it. My wife is like, she's like, who are these guys? And uh, just great. They have just great hard rock songs. The melodies are fantastic. Love it. The Struts. This is a band that I'm like, why am I not like really deeply into these guys? Fantastic. I I just, I like the, I don't know. They're just a, a fun band. Great pick. Darius Rucker. All right. And I'm kind of. I just hate to say it that I, I actually like this song. I think it was cool. It's not bad. I don't I didn't love it, but I, I don't hate it. I, I kinda like it. I, I kinda 
find myself. This is one of the songs that was like I was kind of reevaluating my life. Just like, why do I like this song? But it was it was pretty good. I'll skip smoking for a second. Harry Styles, not bad, not bad. It's funny because on our show we had our, our friend Jen that comes on there, one of the uh, one of the females we have come on our show, and she picked it for one of her like hidden gems. I'm like totally not in format. Like I mean, I yell at Dylan all the time. Like, what the fuck is this Harry Styles shit? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Out of format. You are so out of format, Poonie. You bastard. It was okay. I, I really, really thought it was going to suck more than it did. It's not bad. Uh, I will go to Smokin'. One of the best debut albums ever. First Boston album. Absolutely love it. Smokin', fantastic. Go to the uh, Anthrax. Did a freaking fantastic cover version of this. Smokin', absolutely love it. And, and I, I really hate to say it, this may be one of my favorite songs on everybody's playlist. Yeah, it's a great tune. All right, cool. Awesome. All right, on to my next five. So I've become a Tom Petty fan over the years. My wife has liked Tom Petty since she was in college. So one of her favorite Tom Petty songs off of Wildflowers is You Wreck Me. Excuse me, should I go down? 
I dig it. It's a great song. I like Petty. I don't know what it is about it. I know he's not the best singer in the world. In a lot of ways, he has that Dylan-esque quality to his voice, and I don't like Dylan at all. Uh, but there's just something about Tom Petty's melodies and his songs that I really enjoy. And so You Wreck Me is one of her favorites. That's on the list. Third Eye Blind is another band that she listened to quite a bit in college, and that first album had a lot of hits on it, uh, whether it was Semi-Charm Life, How's It Gonna Be, which is the next song, or The Graduate. Those were all on that first debut Third Eye Blind record. How's It Gonna Be is not one of my personal favorites off that record, but she likes it a lot, so happy wife, happy life, so it's on the list. It's okay. And then we go to Van Halen. I got to have Van Halen on my list. And so this is a song that both she and I agree upon. And that is Dance the Night Away off of the Van Halen 2 record. It's a great song. I never get tired of hearing about it. It's not necessarily a song I would pick if it was just me picking. But again, when I put this list together, I have to consider uh, my wife and her taste in music. So uh, that made the list. Uh, let's see, where are we at with this? One, two, three, we're on to song four. So Bon Jovi, I know a lot of people love Bon Jovi. How do you not like Bon Jovi? My wife in particular connected with the Lost Highway record, which is basically their country record. And I know a lot of people trashed it and said, hey, Bon Jovi's going country. It's awful. But there's some really good material on that record. Now, it doesn't compare and isn't even really to be thought of in the same way as a slippery when wet or New Jersey because it's just not the same. But Lost Highway, the song, is catchy. It's fun to listen to. She loves it a lot. Uh, I'm good with it. I enjoy it as well. So that is the next song on here. And then a short period of time ago last year, my wife got tickets to go see Florence and the Machine at the local amphitheater. She was going with friends. She invited me to go. Florence and the Machine's not really my thing. Uh, it's just not. But I went with her. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I don't like a lot of the stuff, just me personally. It's just a, she's a little bit too hippie, a little bit too weird. Just it's not really my thing. But Shake It Out is one of the songs that she does that I can tolerate. And, uh, you know, it was a good live show. Uh, her fans love her. And so I think that concert kind of got my wife into at least this song in particular. And so Florence and the Machine, Shake It Out, that is the last of that next five. So those are my next group of five. Have at it, boys. I'm going to hear it from you. So go ahead. Steve, how about you? Tom Petty, uh, You Wrecked Me, Baby. Good song. Um, not one of my favorite Tom Petty songs, but absolute, you know, you can't grow in Tom Petty. My brother-in-law, Damien, like, total his all-time favorite artist. Uh, totally devastated when Tom Petty passed away. Um, he's got some great stuff out there. You can't go wrong with that one. Third Eye Blind, how's it going to be? Eh, maybe the lower upper side of meh for me. I could kind of live without that. Uh, Van Halen, Dance the Night Away. Can't go wrong with Van Halen. Um, that's not a way fantastic song Van Halen 2 which is my personal favorite Van Halen song or album rather by the, by the way Bon Jovi Lost Highway if I want country music I'm going to go to a country music artist not Bon Jovi 
And um, I prefer their rock stuff. Florence, what is that? Florence and the Machine. Florence and the Machine. My handwriting is terrible. Uh, I'm not really sure what this is. I think this was like they were maybe the headliners of the Lilith Fair, maybe, but uh, definitely not for me. Jen, I love you, but you know you're married to Steven, so I, I got to give you a pass on this one. <laughs> All right, there you go. And I like to point out, by the way, uh, Sonny said something to the effect of her taste in Eclipse was good, but her husband was shit. At least I didn't have to brainwash my wife into liking me, Poonie. All right, go ahead. Have at it. Okay, so this Tom Petty thing, I don't get what the big deal is with Tom Petty. His voice is yuck. The hits are listenable, I guess. It's just old people music to me. So maybe that's why you like it. I don't know, but I, I don't understand Tom Petty. How's it going to be third eye blind? When I first heard the song, I'm like, how is Steven tolerating this? And now I know he's trying to get laid. Okay. Got <laughs> it. Uh, dancing night away. Yeah, it's fine. Give me Van Hagar any day lost highway. If I looked as good as Bon Jovi does right now, I guess I can get away with singing shitty country songs too. So I guess it doesn't matter. And, uh, the Florence thing was, uh, interesting. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Short and sweet. I love it. To the point. All right. Fair enough. Let's get on to this last five. Holy shit. This is going to be a marathon episode, but it's fun. All right. So my last five. Uh, We're starting it off with The Old Apartment by Bare Naked Ladies. So Bare Naked Ladies have been around forever. They're not particularly my thing. However, early on in my wife and I dating... I was able to score uh, fifth row tickets to a Bare Naked Ladies concert, and I knew she liked Bare Naked Ladies. So I took her to see Bare Naked Ladies, and it was on a night that I was literally uh, like on my deathbed. I was sick as crap. But I took her to the show. I didn't even know where really where the tickets were at first uh, in terms of location. And when we got there, they just kept walking us down on the floor and further up and further up until finally, literally, we were like fifth row at that concert. So it was amazing. Uh, this friend of mine at work had tickets, couldn't go and gave me the tickets. And uh, she really, that left an impact on her. She was already a bare naked ladies fan. But that just really kind of secured her fandom. So the old apartment, it's a fine song. I mean, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, they got some catchy songs. They were good live. From there, we go to definitely one of my picks. But it is a song that, like Eclipse, Jen has... I'll use Sonny's terminology. I've been brainwashing Jen uh, and Monsters of Rock has really helped with that brainwashing. So just like Eclipse, uh, we saw Heat this year and she was blown away by Heat on the cruise. And so One by One is a song that we love to belt out uh, while we're sitting around the card table. And it's a great song. It's a great rock song. Uh, So kick ass. Brothers Osborne, this is another country thing, and it has a tie-in because Jen and I saw these guys perform before their first album came out at a local, it was just like a local barbecue festival, literally 15 minutes from our house, and they were the band that was performing, and it's, they're really, really great musicians. It's a country thing, but the uh, one brother plays guitar, the other guy sings, and it has almost kind of a old school country vibe, but with a rock 
tinge to it. So Brothers Osborne, they're really entertaining, great musicians, and It Ain't My Fault, fun song. So that is on my list. Then I picked some old school ACDC and How Can You Go Wrong with the Little Highway to Hell, Walk All Over You. This song is definitely all about me. Uh, I can't say uh, that Jen is a ACDC fan and the ACDC that she is a fan of is usually like the the hits, right? Uh, shoot me all night long, back in black, all the shit that I'll never play again, probably. Uh, so I go a little bit deeper, walk all over you. Great song. And then we finish with Jen's absolute favorite band, and that's Matchbox 20 and 3AM. She loves that song. She loves Matchbox 20. I talked about it earlier. Rob Thomas is her pretend boyfriend slash husband. And uh, so, yeah, that's what it is. There you go. That's my last five. Sonny. So I'm going to go backwards on this one. So uh, Matchbox 20, uh, because I think I'm going to surprise you a little bit. Matchbox 20, the whole album is pretty good. Uh, I like the uniqueness of Rob Thomas's voice. So there's something about it that's just, uh, it's very, very listenable, very pleasing to the ear. ACDC is awesome. The Brothers Osborne thing, I had no idea Ozzy had a brother. Uh, <laughs> I like the lyrics though, but uh, yeah, the, the vocal, uh, meh. One by One by Heat, awesome. It's one of my favorite songs by them too. And then the Bare Naked Ladies, I absolutely love Bare Naked Ladies. They are my favorite the band and the song absolutely stuck. Do what now? Did I confuse you? Because that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, this is what I heard. You cut out a little bit, but what I heard is I absolutely love Bare Naked Ladies, but the band and the song suck. Exactly. Oh, ha ha. Okay. God damn. Yeah, I didn't oh get that Oh my at God, all. dude. Forever. That took a long time. <laughs> yeah, it did. Did you get that right away, Steve? Yes. Because I was going to say something similar. Uh <laughs> It all depended on who you called on first, I think. Oh, well, we were, we started with a uh, we started with the band name, so yeah, I can't shift gears that fast after a glass of wine, moron. Good thing you weren't drinking the expensive stuff. All right, Steve-O, go ahead. Uh, well, wait a minute, Sonny, you want to rate my whole list as a whole? Uh you really want me to? No, it's it, no, no, no. It's it's a fine list. I mean, this there's no, no song that I would have said. You know what? Well, skip that shit. I'm not listening to that. It's just there's some stuff I really, really like on it, and then there's some stuff I. It's just me. Yeah. All right. It's just not your flavor, Steve-O. Okay, we're down to the we're down to the final five on here on the big ass Stephen Michael list here. Bare Naked Ladies. I'm I'm with Sonny. Love Bare Naked Ladies, but hate the band. Song sucks. I it just like I was like. Like you move out of a house, you don't want to fucking sing about it. You just want to move move on. I'm not really sure. I didn't really catch that one. Heat one on one though. I gotta say, this was until we started with all this, uh, you know, closing everything down stuff. This was one of my number one treadmill songs at at the gym. Absolutely love it. Just um, got to see them play it on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Heat, freaking fantastic. Love those guys. Brothers Osborne. You know what? I really like this song. I thought it was cool. It ain't my fault. I, it was pretty catchy. Um, the lyrics were pretty cool. And uh, if you listen to our podcast, I'm a sucker for the whoa kind of stuff in songs. I actually I actually like that one. ACDC Walk All Over You. That may be one of the, the top picks off of the Highway to Hell album from ACDC.
absolutely fantastic. Great rocker. Matchbox 23 AM. It's not bad. This is another song that every time that I hear this song, I, I see the video. Rob Thomas had a great voice. Matchbox 20. They were all over the place when this came out. And they just kind of like, boom, like died like that. But good song, though. I, I This last five uh, was pretty good, except for uh, Bare Naked Ladies. I could, I could get into the other four songs for sure. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Let me say this because we're at the end of all three of our playlists. This was a fun idea and something that we wanted to share, but I don't want to hear any negative crap. This isn't a competition. It was simply three playlists that we put together while we're playing games around the table. and We thought we would share them. What I would love to hear is some of your 15 song playlist share it with us no matter how crazy or nuts it is yeah do that because i would love to hear that but i don't need to hear my playlist sucked or sunny's playlist sucked or steve's playlist sucked or i i don't need it that's not what this episode was about uh so let's have some fun let's be positive share some of your playlist songs because i would absolutely love to hear it for sure. Anything else on the playlist front, fellas, before we go into what we got to do next? Uh, I just want to say I had a great time here. It's always cool hanging with you guys. And uh, I, I've been having a couple of beers while we're hanging out here. Steven's got a sippy cup and somebody's probably got a either a coffee or a nice tea there hanging out. It's just cool talking about rock and roll and different songs and stuff like that. And I think we pretty much covered... Um, you know, I think we went from the seventies till like this year. So I, I mean, we cover quite a span of years within our songs and it's, uh, it's always fun just talking about stuff and, you know, busting ass of, uh, everyone's got their, got to get their shots in tonight. It was just a good time. And I appreciate you guys inviting me on the show. Yeah. Now, hold on. We're not getting rid of you yet. We got a couple other things. Oh, no, not yet. No, we no. got a couple other things we got to take care of. But to people that want to go and listen to any of our playlists or at least check them out, they're available out there on Spotify. Like I said, both mine and Steve's are called Building the Perfect Playlist. And mine has an SM for Steve and Michael after it. And Steve's has SW after his for uh, Steve Wright. So Building the Perfect Playlist SM, Building the Perfect Playlist SW. And then Sonny's is the Pony Cartel Jams. That's P-O-O-N-I, cartel, as in uh, drug cartel, or brainwash cartel, if you listen to Sonny, uh, jams. So go check out any of those playlists. Feel free. We'll leave them up there for a little while, and uh, you can check those out. You wanted a freshman. You got the best. The hottest band in the world. It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So anybody that's been at the house and has been in and out of my man cave knows that I'm a huge Kiss fan. And having all this Kiss stuff on the walls and having all this music stuff on the walls, it was part of the brainwashing of why does dad have all this stuff and why did people sign stuff? And so we listened to a lot of Kiss when the kids were young. My son got him into them big time. The two girls really didn't connect to it. I think, you know, the painted faces scared them a little bit. So to get Nicole and the girls listening, you got to stick with more disco kiss versus 70s classic stuff or 80s sleazy stuff. So sure knows something usually fits the bill. So here is a version by the Hindley Street Country Club, HSCC, doing sure knows something.
What you think of that tune? I think it's cool. It's, it's always cool to hear a different version of you know one of the songs that you've known and loved since uh, 1979. I had this album when it came out, the year that it came out, and uh, it's always cool to hear a, a, a different take on a song like that. And uh, it's not a skipper. Yeah, I've grown to like that song. That's a, a good pop jam, and uh, they do a good version of it, no doubt. Now, I've never heard of this band. Tell us a little bit more about the band. Oh, it's just, uh, it's like your local covers band, basically got a female and a male singer and, you know, they put some videos out and, uh, this is one of the tunes they do. Very cool. So Steve-O, Pimp Your Podcast, tell us, uh, where we can find that and when we can find it and what's the last episode you guys put out. We are the Potter Than Hell podcast and you can find us if you're listening to Steven and Sunday here, you can find us on the same venue, whether it be. Google Play, Apple Music, you know, Spotify, whatever. We're on all the, the streaming things. And uh, hard rock metal we do. We do, you know, everything from ACDC to, you know, Whitesnake and Wasp. We've had Sonny and Steven on several episodes. And actually, we're going to record, I think, next week with an episode with Sonny coming up. So uh, just check us out. We have over 150 episodes. And I think the uh, last couple episodes we did, we did a we did a Jackal episode. We had an interview with uh, Jesse James Dupree. Dylan just did an episode with Alice Cooper. And we just did a, uh, a Kennedy and Rod's episode uh, that came out actually today when we're recording. And um, check out our episode. You guys may have heard us like. From when this comes out last week, we did an episode with Sonny. It's going to be uh, some cover songs. So uh, check us out. Yeah, Steve has become a great friend over the years. And, uh, you know, Steve and his podcast have come out roughly about the same time that Grown Up Rock came out, I think, even a little bit beforehand. We've just become good friends. Both myself and Sonny have been on his show many times. And, uh, of course, we, we've sailed uh, on the Monsters of Rock last year and with all uh, – Fingers crossed, hopefully we'll sail again next year uh, on the Monsters of Rock cruise because we're all signed up for it again. That's sort of become a fun tradition, and uh, I hope it continues because uh, it's definitely a good time. So we'll see where that takes us. 
Sonny, you got any last-minute words before we wrap this thing up? No, righty. Rumi, thanks for joining us. Good time as always. And, uh, you know, when you're brainwashing somebody, see, you still you got to keep saying the words. Otherwise, it doesn't land. Both of you have now been brainwashed. You're going to be thinking about Bruno Mars and track number six uh, of mine. And uh, you're not going to let it go. See, that's kind of how it works. But everybody, thanks for listening. And thanks for uh, all the comments. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, ditto to everything Sonny said, except for the brainwashing part. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Go share it up and go give us a five-star review. Yeah, that's it. Anything else to add? We'll add it next week. Until then, Steve Wright, thank you. Sonny Pooney, thank you. Grown Up Rock listeners, thank you. And we will talk to you next week after this marathon episode uh, airs. Later. Later. See ya. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 